welcome back to Your Light is Fearless. My name is Amber. I am your host. I don't know why I feel I need to talk so soft, but it is quite early in the morning for me. I'm sitting here in my office that I don't use all the time. It's only 7.45 in the morning. I'm all dressed and ready, feeling pretty proud to be ready for the day. There was a mix-up in something I was going to do, so I got ready, and I was like, you know what? Why do I not just record a podcast episode? So today I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to reflect with you all about my latest Akashic Record reading. So I'm kind of calling this Akashic Reading Reflections. Let's just say Reading Reflections. I also want to announce a exciting upcoming free masterclass that I do have Friday, this Friday, May 26 at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you cannot make this masterclass, the replay is going to be automatically emailed to you when you sign up. So this masterclass is Unlocking the Akashic Records. This is a free masterclass. I'm so excited to share with you these tools and these keys that I have learned over the last five years that have helped me open the Akashic Records with ease and power and I dare say grace. So what I'll be sharing in this Akashic Record, Unlocking the Akashic Record Masterclass is first and foremost how to develop a new relationship with fear and self-doubt. So I'm going to take you through the exact steps and how I do that. This is not about bypassing fear. This is about tangible ways that you can reframe your relationship with fear and self-doubt so that it does not stop you from reading the Akashic Records for yourself and others. We're also going to talk about how to, I'm going to teach you how to awaken your higher awareness, the role of the higher awareness in working in the Akashic Records, as well as the role of the ego mind. Again, we're going to learn how to frame a new relationship with the way that we have been taught to that the ego mind is bad, that we have to get rid of the ego mind when we work in the records. So I'm going to teach you how the the true role of the ego mind and the true role of higher awareness, how you can awaken higher awareness so that you can access the deepest layers of consciousness in the records. And I'm going to teach you how to hold space for the ego mind so that it does not take over a reading and so that you can shift into the higher awareness to, again, access the deepest layers of the records. This is really exciting, guys, just even talking about it. And lastly, I'm going to reveal to you the key mindsets, mindset that you can adopt and how to believe this mindset, right? A mindset is just a perspective. How you can adopt, believe, and embody the mindset that will best support you in accessing the Akashic Records in a powerful way and the spiritual principles that 
even just introducing yourself to will help you shift into the consciousness of the records. So it sounds like a lot, but I have been working really hard on breaking down what these three things, that what you need to know about these three things and the steps. And, you know, honestly, this is material that I'm just excited to give away for free because a lot of these things that I'm going to be talking about are things that I share in my mentorship with my mentorship clients. Some of these topics will be explored deeper in the soul portal. So if you just want to get to know me more, get to know my teaching style, if you're on the fence about joining my longer course, the soul portal, the eight week course on how to read the Akashic records, this is a good introduction for you to see if you really want to go deeper into your studies of learning how to read the Akashic records for others. So again, go to my link in bio on Instagram at Malibu Medium and sign up for this free masterclass. It's probably going to go around an hour and a half, possibly two hours, because I will be taking some questions at the end. So sign up at that my link in bio at Malibu Medium for this free masterclass this Friday, 11 a.m. And of course, the Soul Portal eight-week online program is open for registration, and this starts June 2nd. There is also a link on my link in bio and on my Instagram account. Okay, so now that we have gotten through all these exciting announcements, let's get into some of my recent Akashic reading reflections. So uh, if you are a reader or if you are, you know, starting to think about reading for others. Um, I still think that this will be valuable information for you. It might be something that you'll remember later on in your journey as you start to read the records. And this is something that that happens to me. And, and maybe some of you can relate, even if you're not an Akashic record reader, maybe if you, you know, are a light worker doing other sessions. Sometimes what happens as we go along working in our journey, being, you know, professional, professionally working, doing readings, we will easily get to a place where the sessions can become a little bit like feeling like pressure. So, you know, because of the desire to want to do well, because of this conditioning that we have all undergone in this human life to perform and to please others and to do a job well done, we will, as a collective, tend to put an extra amount of pressure on ourselves when we are doing readings. And sometimes this can really take away the joy of readings. It, it can also just create a stressful dynamic. And we've all been there. I don't, I, I haven't spoken to one person who can truly say that they do not experience this internal dynamic of just feeling like so much pressure to please the client. And so this is something that I have struggled with in my own journey. And what amazes me about the the dynamic, or not the dynamic, but what amazes me is that I, when I go into 
I don't allow myself to go into a session like this. But what I do is I start to notice my thoughts and feelings. And if I start to get this like resistance and kind of feeling stressed, like, oh, you know, I really want to do a good job. I will go into the tools that I've learned by reading my records and I'll start to reframe my perspective. And the way that I reframe my perspective is always being really honest about what my thoughts are and going deeper into those negative feelings. Because sometimes what we try to do is bypass those feelings and think that by overlooking them, we'll just kind of, they'll go away, but they don't. They don't go away. Um, and th- this can be, you know, a toxic dynamic, the, the, the classic bypass dynamic. So what I do is I go deeper into them and I hold space for myself by truly seeing them. Sometimes we just need to be seen. We need to be validated, even if it's from ourself. So there's a way to just honor what you're feeling by witnessing it by maybe journaling about it and then by asking yourself for another perspective that could also be true um so this is just like a little you know these are the steps that i take when i notice that i'm projecting a lot of stories onto the work that i do because what is also true is that i love what i do what is also true is that If I were to say, okay, Amber, so no longer will you do this work, I would be upset. I would be like, no, 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 this is my purpose and passion. So even in your purpose and passion, you can get stressed. Your your purpose and passion does not mean that you will never experience nerves, fear, self-doubt. And so it's really important that you don't give your power to the the inner chatter that we have because the reason why we have that inner chatter that is like that kind of monkey mind chatter the ego mind chatter is that our ego is there to keep us safe and anytime we experience a feeling that feels a little bit unsafe the ego mind part of us will will literally perpetuate the that feeling of, of unsafety and make it feel like it is a stressful or fear fearful experience so it's important that you know how to shift yourself into your higher awareness and there's there's steps to te- to shift into a higher awareness i will be teaching you how to do this in the soul portal i will be teaching you how to do this in the master class the free master class so that in itself is reason to sign up i'm really excited to share that with you but just to kind of keep this episode not 500 hours what i want to explain is that when you notice yourself having those thoughts there is always a way to shift into another perspective and that other perspective that higher perspective comes from your higher awareness and if you allow yourself to to accept that higher perspective and lean into that intention that goes along with that higher perspective, you can really shift your energy before you go into a reading. And so what happened with me was I had a little bit of a break between readings and I think it was last week I went into this reading and I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I hope I, you know, I can do this. Like, you know, I, we can go down the rabbit hole. Listen, we've all been there. And so As I shifted my intention 
and my perspective and I went into the reading, the reading was amazing. And I think that also when we question ourselves and what we're doing in our with our journey, that I do truly believe that when we are really on purpose and in purpose with our path, that we will have these moments of reinforcement where the reading will go amazing. And in a way, it is like the universe's way, the universe's way of recommitting you to the path. It's also a way that you can build evidence to reveal to yourself, not to prove to yourself, but to reveal to yourself that you are, you know, meant to do this work, that you can do this work. And it's really important that you, that you truly see that and accept those, your abilities, your, your, the joy that comes after a session, the fulfillment of it, because by doing that, you, you truly can start to cultivate confidence and, allow yourself to to have confidence so much in life I think that part of that like toxic dynamic that we all go through of looking at readings as maybe something that feels stressful because we put pressure on ourselves is just conditioning because we are not typically thought to to be confident and to approach the things in our life from that manner of of joy of of confidence of yes we can do this i think it's up to us as readers to create new patterns for ourselves and how we view the work that we do at the same time we honor our feelings when they come up i also know that there is times that in part of our path, we are meant to learn something, to have a struggle within our readings. And those are actually really amazing times to also reflect, to self-reflect after, to go back to your guides, to ask them for insights into what it is that those struggles are trying to teach you. So the, the, the journey as a reader will never be you know, linear, growing, evolving is includes the highs and the lows. It includes, it includes everything. But at the same time, it's also important that we hold and anchor ourselves into what it is that we, the energy and the dynamics that we want to, um, to adopt. And so the the energy that I want to adopt and that I I lead myself through is that yes, I can be confident. It's okay. I can give myself permission. I don't have to hold on to that old dynamic of constantly being worried that I'm not going to be good enough. And the more you you truly address that dynamic, if you are experiencing that, the more that you can transform it. And so that was just one like reflection about my readings. The other reflection is that during that reading, I might have already talked about this, but as you go along your journey and reading the records, 
A lot of times I've noticed this with some of my mentorship clients as well, is that you will start to know what the questions are that your client or sitter has before they even ask them. And what happens is because we are are tapping into consciousness and because we all are conscious, that's who we are is consciousness and we stem from one conscious mind, the divine mind, it's actually very natural and easy to create these shared consciousness moments with your clients. And that's why I believe that it's a form of mind reading if you if you really want to put it in simple terms. And so what I'll what I've noticed is I'll say, you know, do you have a question about X, Y, and Z? And I'll repeat what it is that I'm that I'm thinking or feeling, I should say, that they have a question about. And they'll say, yes, that's exactly what I've asked. Now I'm getting this this knowing from my psychic senses, but I'm getting this knowing from really merging my consciousness with their consciousness in the records and just their consciousness in general. And so I kind of am starting to call this like shared consciousness moments. As you, what happens is as you expand your consciousness, um, you, you, you become one with consciousness in general, because the truth is that we our true state is an expanded consciousness. And it is in the awareness of that, in the practice of that, you feel your consciousness in everything and everywhere. And so what this does is it activates what you we would call as our psychic channels in your everyday life and in readings. So you might notice that in a Akashic reading that you know why your client came. That's the other thing that's starting to happen more and more and more with me is I'll read the prayer. And as I'm reading the prayer, I'm getting flashes and knowing of exactly why they're here, why they're there for that session, what it is they're seeking. I'll start to get answers to their questions. And so if this starts to happen with you, just lean into it, go with it, write it down. I will share with my clients what I get from their records in the way beginning before I even ask them for their questions. And because it is, I mean, almost all, always, I should say, I mean, I, you know, this is not like a, like a ego brag. And even if it is, you know, like, I'm not even going to go there, justificate, justifying myself, but because, because it is right, what will happen is that it, it allows the, the reading to expand in more powerful ways and the momentum builds exponentially. So if you are experiencing this knowing, start to practice just revealing that to your clients because I do believe that it allow it does allow us to go deeper. Um, and I don't want to say faster, but look, we got to use human terms. you know, sometimes I resist describing, things in these human terms. And that just comes from my own judgment. But the word that we could understand is faster. You're going to be able to really pinpoint um, where the guidance is, is 
where your clients needs the guidance the most by doing this. I just had to let my dog in. Okay, now she's in the room. So the other thing that is really amazing, um, this is another Akashic reflection, or what am I calling this? Reading reflections is that I had a reading with a client where I I think I did share this um, maybe on Instagram, but I want to share it again. So oftentimes when we have readings, if you are a reader, you will know that, you know, sometimes you get amazing feedback and you you get that that testimony. I I don't ask for testimonies. I, I probably should just because I do think it's important to get feedback. But oftentimes, you know, we know we we have delivered, uh, facilitated, I should say, channeled a highly impactful reading, but we don't always get the feedback after to know exactly how it has affected, positively transformed our clients. So I had an experience where I did a reading and the main questions around this reading was, was business questions. So it was around you know, the, the feeling was that they weren't having um, as much like progress in their business as they had before, um, as many, you know, business deals, and it w- they were starting to feel defeated and just uninspired. And so I went through the whole reading, I channeled the guidance, um, the Akashic Guides, did reveal specific pivots within where their energy could be um, put that would open doors to expansion in their business. Now, sometimes the guides are specific with what they reveal to me. Sometimes they're not. Most of the time they are. So you might be asking, well, okay, how is that possible? Because it is true that the guides don't tell you what to do. But here's the, this common misconception and myth. The guides, it in, in that statement, which is true, when they don't tell you what to do, what that means is when they reveal potentials, the, the way that they reveal it is not from an authoritative space or place of that you have to do this. But they're sharing, okay? They're sharing information and visions and potentials. And so they give you different options. And so because it it's, works like this, based on what your client's desires are. So that is their free will brought to the table in a reading. They The client will say in this instance, I I'm not happy about this. I'm feeling this and this is what I want. This is my desire. So your client is already co-creating in their free will what they want. And the guides are responding to that by simply revealing the potentials that the highest potentials that they have within their desire. So sometimes it I, I just want to really explain that because it can be confusing if you are a reader and you're starting to receive specific things in a reading about what that person can do 
you might start to second guess yourself and say, oh, well, hold on. I'm not supposed, there is, I'm not, the guides don't tell us what to do, but it's the way you deliver a message and it's the energy around the message when you're the one reading. So I will always say when I get very specific visions and tangible steps about what someone can do for their business or life, I will say, this is a potential. This is a high potential. And it is up to you to implement this this potential. It is up to you to receive it, to accept it. And it is also up to you to expand upon it. It's also up to you to fill in the blanks. So the kites, you know, when they explain or reveal these things, it's not just like set and done. The, the, the client has to do the work around it. The client has to say, yes, I want to do this and then take action on it. The client also has to know that they're going to have to, again, like I said, fill in the blanks that maybe if, if the potential is something that, that they don't know how to get there, you can always ask the guides, okay, what are the steps I can take? How? But oftentimes the guides are not, not even often, the guides are not going to give you every single step of the way towards that vision. They might give you one or two steps. And that the reason, the exact reason why is because they want your client to, to, to do, you know, to live the experience because that's where the lessons and the learning and the growth is. So it's really important. You might have to educate your clients when you do get these higher potentials um, to explain that this is how it works. And so anyways, so this client got a lot of future potentials and I was feeling the energy shift. She was feeling the energy shifting and that also happens. So you, you will, as you're reading the records, you will feel the, the energy, even over zoom lighten, you will feel the, as the shifts in perspectives are made you will feel that. And so after this session, it was really, really fun to get the feedback that right after the session, the client got a big booking in their business and the next morning they got a big deal, like booking deal. And so what I was thinking too in that session, um, this is, you know, the human lens. I was thinking, oh, I really hope that reading, you know, that they got what they wanted out of that reading. Um, and little did I know what those great impacts were. So I think that I want to say this to you because a lot of times we can be so hard on ourselves after a reading and you just don't know how what amazing shifts your clients have had. And think, you know, I'm so thankful that she shared with me this because it really taught me how I project so much of like worry onto readings and that I I really feel that there's been many times that my clients have probably gotten things like this happen that they just don't always share. And I just know that that is true for you too. So just remember that you might not know the positive effects after a reading, but but they're there. They are there because you see what happens in an Akashic Record reading is you're you're creating shifts in consciousness, shifts in perspectives, 
shifts in energy. You're opening new pathways as the the guides are revealing new potentials and your clients accept them. It's opening energetic doorways and pathways and portals to to new beginnings, to pivots in their life, to other directions. And oftentimes that translates as business deals. That translates as, you know, in you meeting someone in a new conversation and a new way that you feel, which leads you to a new opportunity. And so, you know, a reading, <laughs> I kind of laugh because I feel like a reading, it just keeps giving and giving and giving. It, it's not about so much it it's amazing in the moment but it's not just about that moment how that client feels or you know the new truths that they embody it, it's about the impact that those new truths and those energetic shifts create in their life in the days and weeks and years and lifetimes to come so these are just some of the reading reflections that I have had in the last couple of weeks. If you like this kind of episode, if, if this is helpful for you as a reader, an Akashic reader, or any sort of reader, or someone who it hasn't, you know, if you haven't been that long on your journey, but you just like hearing about this, please let me know. Sometimes I just feel like I'm talking out to an empty space, and I really enjoy feedback. I really appreciate it. It really helps me know what you guys like. You know, I'm not doing this podcast for any other reason other than to share the insights that I have that might be helpful for you. So please, please, please DM me on Instagram. That's the best way to reach me. Let me know how you like this episode. And it would really help me if you are loving the show. If you could give me a five-star rating and review, it would really help get my show out, I guess, in the algorithm of podcasts. So you guys, I just hope you have an amazing, beautiful day. And if you are looking how to read the Akashic Records for others, remember the Soul Portal starts June 2nd. And my free masterclass is this Friday, May 26th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time with replay. Okay, guys, love you. Bye.